Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Tinakwe and welcome to Business Desk Today, our daily wrap of our top news. It's lucky Friday the 13th of October and I'm Ben Moore. Today, will pipe pressure weigh on Fletcher's shares? What's going on with patient portal apps? Soupy calls on government to help smaller grocers? And is social media really that bad for democracy? First up, Victoria Young looks at the possible ramifications on Fletcher Building's share price when trading resumes this morning. The stock was trading at $4.90 before it went into a halt on Wednesday after Business Desk asked questions relating to Perth builder BGC's independent expert findings on issues around its IPLEX pipes division. Hobson Wealth Director Brad Gordon said, The market does not like uncertainty, and it is clear this has a long way to play out. Fletcher has maintained that installation is the issue with its IPLEX pipes fitted in 30,000 homes in Australia from 2017 to 21. BGC's experts found the failure of the pipes were due to environmental stress cracking, and the root cause of that was the resin used to make the pipe. Fletcher refutes these findings and said it has been working with Western Australia's plumbing regulator to do joint home inspections. Forsyth Bar retains a $5.70 target price on the stock and an outperform rating, and Jarden has retained a buy rating and a $6.60 target price on the stock. In a small-scale investigative piece, I look into why the patient portal apps that many of us are impelled to use offer a seemingly poor user experience and ask what needs to change to fix it. Ratings on mobile app versions reveal a fairly grim story for at least one of these portals, My Indice by Irish-owned Valentia Technologies. Valentia was contracted by Tefatu Order West Coast to provide the derided app to its own healthcare providers, which cover 60% of the region's population. Tefatu Order declined to answer an OIA request about the value of that five-year contract. Experts interviewed suggest that as these digital technologies emerge into our healthcare system, there needs to be better guidance from government so that they do not end up causing more issues, such as burdening staff with technical support requests. Better data interoperability, government custodianship of that data, and more flexibility for patients to choose their own digital services should be aimed for down the line. But for now, we're stuck in a transitional phase as these new technologies roll out. Ella Summers reports that the founder of Kiwi online-only supermarket Soupy has called for the government to do more to support smaller grocery companies and break the hold of the supermarket duopoly. Sarah Ball told Business Desk that we need a New Zealand-born solution that really understands the New Zealand market, logistics, supply chain, and supporting New Zealand food producers. She pointed to the wheat bix struggles for big-box retailer and hopeful supermarket competitor The Warehouse due to a shortage on Maker Sanitarium's part as an example of why the existing supermarket players cannot be trusted to sort the market out. Ball believes that in the next decade, the rest of the population will continue to suffer under a supermarket duopoly model, but also doesn't think New Zealand should rely on international supermarkets to come into the country and break up the current market. She said domestic players like Soupy and The Warehouse were already trying to do that and needed more support. After the ad break, five years after the Cambridge Analytica scandal broke, what is the literature saying about the real scale of the impact of social media ne'er-do-wells on the outcome of democratic elections? Plus, a look at the markets. Welcome back. In the latest episode of The Business of Tech, my co-host Peter Griffin spoke to the Brainbox Institute's Zamina Smith, 
about what their review of social media's role in New Zealand elections was showing. Here's a short clip from that interview. The real scandal with Cambridge Analytica is that actually it was about unethical and opaque acquisition and use of data. And I think the thing with Cambridge Analytica as well is that they were claiming that they could do these kind of like quite almost magical hocus pocus ways of influencing or manipulating people through psychographic targeting of voters. So targeting people based on their personality traits. And they got a lot of this data in quite questionable ways, and they were not very transparent about how they were using it. But like I said, there actually isn't good evidence that psychographic targeting can have this kind of major impact on people's political decision making more than an ad targeted based on just like one aspect of your personality. Like there's a study done that kind of compared the real micro-targeting ads versus something a bit more simple. And it said, hey, there actually isn't much difference here. So Yeah, the evidence isn't really there. For the full interview, plus Peter and I discussing the tech news of the last week, check out the latest episode of The Business of Tech. And now, the markets. Uncertainty surrounding Fletcher Building and the upcoming general election made for a quiet day's trading on the share market on light volume. The S&P NZX50 index finished at 11,292.58, down 13.86 points or 0.12%. Turnover was worth $91.03 million and there were 79 gainers and 47 falls among the 185 stocks traded. That's all for today. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend. Ka kite.